Christ, our Paschal Lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. This passage is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5. And I know a version of this passage which I sing as part of the glorious mysteries of the rosary when I say the rosary in the Easter season. And I only add this to my rosary when I pray the rosary alone. Because if you add something to the prayer of the rosary when you're praying it with other people, they don't like it. They give you all these nasty looks and they condemn you to pieces. But when I pray the glorious mysteries alone, I add this passage of St. Paul to these mysteries. To me, it's something really important and it helps us to understand how the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus should affect our lives now. Now, for Paul the Apostle, his relationship to Jesus was most important, the number one thing in his life. And he always wanted to live in that relationship. It wasn't an idea, it was a living reality for him. This relationship to Jesus inspired him. It drove him on in his preaching and in his missionary work to build up the church communities and to lead people to grow in their faith and their knowledge and their love of God and of one another. So Paul knows who Jesus is. He knows that Jesus came to save us from our sins, to conquer evil, and to set us free to live as beloved children of God. And what the Apostle Paul and all the other apostles teach is that devotion to Jesus means that in our hearts we have to move in the same direction as Jesus. We can't move against Him. When I was a kid, when I think of the idea of people following Jesus, I would always think of people walking behind Him. And that's how I would determine who the followers of Jesus were. That's how I would imagine them. We have to walk in the same direction of Jesus in our hearts, not against Him. And therefore, we cannot allow sin to take over our lives. To be a disciple of Jesus means that we have to move as best we can in the same direction that He wants us to move in. St. Paul once described himself as the worst of sinners, but he recognized that Jesus came to save sinners. No one is perfect, but we have to struggle along the way of following Jesus. I like a passage from the writings of St. Thomas Aquinas. He says that it is far better to limp along the way of Christ than to stride along off the way of Christ. To walk on the way of Jesus can be a struggle for every one of us time to time. So the scripture written by St. Paul gives us two ingredients that are very necessary for us to be able to walk in the same direction of Jesus. Sincerity and truth. With these two ingredients, we shall be celebrating the festival of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead all the time in our hearts. Sincerity and truth. So let's look at these ingredients. Truth. There is truth. There is truth about God, about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, about His teaching in the Gospel, about our faith. There is moral truth. There is truth about the sacraments in the church and prayer. There's truth about the possibility of having a living relationship to the Lord Jesus right now in our lives. So what we have to do is we need constant exposure to truth. We have constant exposure to so many other things. Why not allow truth to be something that we're exposed to constantly? 
we need exposure to the scriptures. We get this in listening to the readings from the Bible or reading the Bible. Um, I have a, a friend who's not Catholic and, and every morning he sends me text messages about his meditation on the Bible and I read them and I make that part of my own prayer. Um, we need constant exposure to the truth from the teachings found in the Catechism. You can read a little bit of the Catechism each day and there's so much inspiration in the Catechism. We can get exposure to the truth by reading some good prayer book like, for example, the Magnificat book or any other reflections we have on our faith and also studying the lives of the saints. Each saint has a life journey that is filled with kernels or grains of the truth that can help us in our own life's journey. Truth is something we've got to be exposed to and we have to allow it to affect us. The other ingredient, sincerity. Now this ingredient is about our own personal lives as individuals. We have to be authentic. A good friend of mine has been helping me to appreciate the tremendous value of being authentic in our life's journey. Sometimes we go through all kinds of situations and we don't know how to make sense of things. But if you're authentic, if you're real, that is a hugely important thing. In fact, you can read many of the wisdom books, such as the book of Proverbs or the Psalms, and, and you start to see how so often the scripture extols the greatness and value of being authentic. We have to be real. We have to be sincere individuals. If you look at the enemies of Jesus, that is the people in the Gospels who tried to destroy him and his community, Judas Iscariot, the chief priests and the others, they didn't really like each other. They had no love for each other. We see that in how they really turned against each other. They, the chief priests want nothing to do with Judas even though they made a deal with him. They don't have a real relationship. And these people have all kinds of different priorities in their own life because they're not devoted to the mystery of God. One common thread among these characters, these enemies of Jesus, is they were not authentic. They were not sincere. They were dishonest. They were dishonest in their identity. Judas pretended with all his might to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, and he never was. He pretended to be part of the clergy club. He was part of that club, but he wasn't authentic. He was fake. Same with the chief priests and the religious authorities. They put a lot of energy into pretending that they were holy, and they weren't. They were not authentic. They did not have sincerity in their lives. Do you know in the book of Revelation, one of the groups of people that don't make it to heaven are people who love and practice falsehood. So what we have to do is we have to move in the opposite direction of these people who were the enemies of Jesus. They went into the direction of dishonesty. They were not authentic. We have to move in the opposite direction, the direction of honesty. We got to be people who are what you see is what you get. We don't want to go through life putting on an empty show for others. And people do this. There are people, and you probably know people, who they act. They put on an act for everyone they encounter. I don't get it. I think that's a, a complete waste of energy and time. If they put all that energy they put into an empty show, into doing some good work in life, they'd accomplish a lot. We don't want to be empty show people. We want to be real, authentic. And we want to live 
by the fullness of truth. Not part of it. We don't want to be half honest and half false. We want to be fully honest. We want to be fully sincere in our relationships, in our work. You know what that is? It's you make sure you get paid for the work that you do. Don't get paid for work you don't do. Get paid for work that you do. We want to be honest in every facet of our lives, in our communications, in all of our dealings with people. We have to be honest, sincere, authentic, even when it requires us to acknowledge and own up to our own sins and failings. You know at each Mass we begin with this acknowledgement of our sins, and we ask for God's pardon in peace. That is a, meant to be a real thing. It's not meant to be an empty show. It's not meant to be simply a religious ritual that has no meaning. It has to have meaning for each individual person at that Mass. It's not a time for us to, to beat ourselves up and make us feel bad, but it's what Jesus wants us to do, to acknowledge our sins and open our hearts more and more to God's forgiveness and His peace. We do this when we go to confession. We own up to our sins. We acknowledge them. We be honest. There's a really, really good program for people who have struggled with alcohol addiction. It's called Alcoholics Anonymous. And they have a thing called the fifth step where someone has to be brutally honest about their own lives and own up to their actions. And that's a step you've got to take for healing. We have to live honest lives. So we have these two ingredients that the Apostle St. Paul gives to us that will help us to live by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Truth and sincerity. So brothers and sisters, if we want to live the resurrection of Jesus, if we want to celebrate His resurrection every single day within our hearts, if we want our hearts singing Alleluia, then we have to live by truth and sincerity. These two ingredients that will keep us on the path of Jesus, the path to heaven, will also make our lives in this world a lot better. God bless you.